0: When does when does Luke start singing? That's the part I've been
1: robot listening. and the bear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it port- it's it's
1: it's tough singing now with with, with the the way things are, <laughs> you know. So,
2: but we're live.
1: It's yay! Eh, okay.
0: <laughs> is it is it is it episode forty eight?
2: I think it's forty nine. Shit! Episode forty nine.
0: Oh, I, I should have waited uh, on you, then.
2: Oh yeah. It's the Big 50.
0: The Big 5. Yeah.
2: So, um welcome to Robot and the Bear podcast. I'm yeah. Eric. That's Luke. And this is Data Dub Don. I don't even know if it's Don Data Dub or Data Dub Don. But... Uh,
0: it's one or the other usually.
2: Okay. Well, now it's both. Um welcome. <laughs> so, we're, so where are you right now?
0: I'm in my bedroom in on the north side of Tokyo, Japan.
2: Like Ikebukuro, north side, or like Saitama, north no. side?
0: Well, every north, Saitama is north of everything. I'm on the, Ikebukuro is on the northwest corner. I'm on the northeast corner.
2: I see. Mm. W- what is that? That That's uh, like uh, Adapted, Matsudo? Dutch. Matsudo? That area?
0: Yeah, there, I'm not quite out that far. Okay. So Nishi Nippori. Gotcha. Nishi or Nippori is the station yep. on the Yamanote line.
2: Yep. That's the and one I, that you gotta go you transfer. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Well, welcome to Robot and the Bear.
1: How are things going over there in in Japan? We've all been in quarantine, as you probably are aware, for the past month.
0: We're in in lockdown light. Lockdown light.
2: So, what's your actual belief? What's going on out there?
0: Oh, that uh, kind of in Tennessee mode where we're just kind of people know it's out there and they should be staying at home, but. Not sure everybody is. Um, People are still going to the office, working. Um, A lot of people are working from home, but not everybody.
1: You know, I saw a video last, I think, earlier this week of, like, baton-wielding police officers in Shibuya, you know, in that shady area where the robot restaurant is. Oh, in
0: Shinjuku?
1: Oh, yeah, in Shinjuku. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. All those, you know... Multi-syllable Habuki-cho. names that confuse my my sad Chinese brain.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could imagine there being. <clears throat> that's that's the most dangerous part of Japan. That that neighborhood. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs>
1: you know, it's because they have so many non. Uh, they they have so many uh, multi-ethnic people, like you know, like hanging out there, you know and you know
0: yeah, sex workers
1: yes yeah and then you see all those, those those obvious yakuza's you know like hanging out on the street with earpieces and everything like that
0: yeah, it's cool yeah i was i was <laughs> it's cool i saw, i was i was hearing that
2: a lot of um uh some folks who let's say got have got covid 19 or whatever they got uh they got covid they kind of don't want to say where they got it because yeah of, yeah
0: i read that article too yeah to see
2: they don't want to say where they got it which is at a soap land right. <laughs> i don't think they get covid at a soap land oh really
0: too much soap because <laughs> this yeah because <laughs> the soap <laughs> breaks the fat on the outside of the <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, You know, it must've been something else. It must've been like, you know, like a, um, from a, whatchamacallit from a host club or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) but anyways, so Don, let, let the people know what you do and, you know, yeah. Let them, let them, I was trying to think of like another clever what thing to say, mean? but like, well, tell, tell people who you are.
0: <laughs> uh I would have prepared something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just a guy. Um, I'm back. I mean, I do my backgrounds, graphic design. I do digital marketing now, but um, I've also been quite uh, into the indie toy scene for, oh, probably. 20 years now, I guess, um, as sort of fanboy slash stalker mm-hmm. slash <laughs> toy whisperer. I guess. Um, uh, one of my jobs more recently has been doing uh, consulting with for 1,000 Toys, a uh, Japanese toy maker. Mm-hmm. And sort of right before that, I was working with, uh, with and. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'll make her a fine action figures. Yes. Um, and then, uh, so basically through that, I was, through that and also my work with PowerCore, which does the, um, if you don't know PowerCore, they do the digital scavenger hunt at, at Decon every oh, year. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Oh, coming back to you.
1: It's all coming back to me. <laughs> We were before before this started. um, I was trying to figure out who the hell Don was talking about. Now I now now it's
0: all yes. I kind of mention his name again. I didn't want to mention his name again. Have you go like Like, you know? uh, Hey, look,
1: I'm bad with names. I am bad with names, and I'm also bad with like faces, and I'm kind of bad (laughs) with like locations. Like if I saw him in a decon, I'd recognize him kind of. But if I saw him outside of a decon, yeah. I'd be like, context, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who who the fuck is this guy? Wow. <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't Actually, know. Actually I've seen
2: you do that a lot, Luke, come to think of it. Where <laughs> yeah. you, you have a puzzled look on your face. You don't hide it so well. No, I don't. I, <laughs> no. I don't even try to hide it. Okay, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've seen you, like, completely flustered, and I'm like, at least hide it, but you don't even bother. It's kind of nice. <laughs> it's honest. Like, like, like Amy's soul,
1: right? Like, like I remember, like, um, I, I was at Giant Robot, and I think, who was having the show? I, I think it was, like, a like uh, Audrey and Mari, and I that, I didn't know Amy was, like, part of it, too, and, like, she was there and i was just like who is this chick you know why i was not was she talking to you yeah oh okay (laughs) and i was (laughs) and i was like and and and, you know and it's because the context was was whatever it it was it was like i was not expecting her to be there and so you know seeing her because she lives in the bay area and all this other stuff so i was just like I have no idea who she is. All right. You know. <laughs> Anyways, but like you 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 do more than just like, you know, that you're you're involved in like some production stuff, right? And you also yeah. like, you know, been starting up your own little company of sorts and like I saw like when we were, when I was in Japan in November, um you, you know, uh we saw, you showed me some of the things that you have like coming on, um uh <laughs> uh, in the works, you're collaborate with a bunch of other Sifubi designers and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, my kind of side project is, is, uh, called fig lab Mm -hmm. or international figure research laboratory, but fig lab for short. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, years ago I made a series of finger puppets, um, Mm -hmm. working with, uh, with uh paul kaiju and you know, so i made these
1: uh do you remember these even
2: about no. five years ago so it i
1: mean super quick and i and you know i you know i i don't
2: yeah i don't know those
0: it's a little me so. that's awesome. you so um actually if we go let's let's take the story all the way back where it starts let's do uh, it yeah <laughs> so san diego comic-con 20 let's see 2009 was uh the first time i went to comic-con was 2007 mm-hmm. that was just kind of as a as a uh, attendee mm-hmm. and then 2009 we uh you know matt o'nell from or matt yeah uh from O'Neil design hmm yeah, he, he does, uh, they didn't Blios. I remember that. Yeah, that was a, he was that was a while ago. What was the toy that he was they produced? They produced a, the Bios figures. Yeah, and there was a joint system that he Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. So he had a booth at Comic-Con in 2009 that we decided to kind of turn into like a group booth.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And, I, and this was kind of before, I mean, I guess a lot of people do that now, but it was kind of a new thing. So we uh I came over with some japanese artists and kind of made a timetable and i kind of uh i branded the booth the global figure symposium Mm. (laughs) okay and actually i made this like fake you know i made like a, a timetable for what artists would be there at what time but i made it look like it was like a actual like networking symposium and i gave like titles to like the like like they were going to give a talk or something and then people were like where's what i thought they were going to talk about this and i was like no it was just kind of an elaborate
2: joke (laughs) they're gonna (laughs) they're gonna sell you shit. is what they're there for yeah yeah, basically
0: so that, that was that was a lot of fun and we actually did that so that um we had japanese artists there 2009, like Real Head and Skull Toys and UAMU, and uh, Refreshment, and then American side we had Paul Kaiju, La More Supreme, Mishka. This was 2007. This was 2009, 10, and 11. Okay, okay, I was just saying like, 2007. I
1: don't remember like, I mean, I don't know about like you know, I know I know Real Head was around for a while, but like UAMU, I mean like. I don't think she was like, I thought she kind of came in on the, toward the middle end
0: of things, like the 2010, you know, no, Well, I mean, in, I think 2009 was one of the first times she came to the US.
1: Okay. Wow. Right, right. And um. so, he, uh, and, and even Paul Kaiju, like, I don't even remember, like, when he suddenly started kind of showing up. You know, like, it well, felt
0: like... Yeah, well, 2009, I, I kind of knew him from the skull Brain Fords first of all. Mm-hmm. And then I, he came to Japan a couple times, and we hung out.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that the 2009 Global Figure Symposium, he was basically selling resin toys. He mm-hmm. hadn't done soft vinyl yet. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of helped him. Actually, I guess I helped him get his first soft final toys started he kind of he kind of worked through real head a bit now he just works directly with the factory
1: hmm. Wait, so, so so you you were one of the you were, you were one of those guys the guys that was pretty instrumental in the entire safubi boom uh in the united states you would say would you say
0: in a way i mean super seven really i think they drove it but um i often like would translate with Brian when he was here, meeting with people, so introducing him to people. So, but yeah, I mean, it was really driven by the, the at least the Kaiju one was Super Seven and the Skull Brain. Uh, wow. Uh, Bolton board. That kind of was like 2006, seven, eight, and then Lehman Crash happened. And- so, how long were you have you been in Japan for? It's been in Japan since 1992. Oh wow.
1: Why'd you go to Japan in
0: 1992? Oh, I'm trying to remember. No. <laughs> it wasn't for toys, uh, or, or
1: was, it or, was it, no. or it? or is it? Or is there? Are you just like you know? Or uh, uh, uh like a, a, a fucking nerd into like you know the same kind of shit that I'm into.
0: Um, I was into. Just Japan culture in general. I mean, I basically yeah. just came over to teach English for a year.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, were you on the jet program?
0: No, no. I just I came on the, on the sort of the gorilla. like, oh, it's it was the bubble time. Anybody can come over and teach English. Of course, like the day I stepped off the plane uh, was the day the bubble bursted.
2: Uh, <laughs> it was around <laughs> there, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: No, it was like, actually, I think I stepped on the bubble. And, oh no! <laughs> that's all you, Don. <laughs>
3: what have you done?
0: Wait, so so so
1: you 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 want you moved there to teach English, and you know like and and you and you just stuck around since then.
0: Yep, pretty much in a nutshell. Yeah, and like what
1: do you think? how what like was there like when did the indie toy thing kind of like kick into for like in Japan? I mean, there's always been like you know like conventions and stuff like that you know i know you participate in like you know different japanese cons and stuff like that you know and whatnot but like like you know and there's like garage kits and like you know whatever but i always kind of felt like you know the um japanese toy phenomenon was generally kind of rooted in a lot of ip like major ips like you know, anime and manga related kind of, um, uh, things, but like, it's kind of evolved into, you know, it, uh, well, did it like I kind of kick off like around the same time it kicked off in the United States or like, or in, was it like, did it precede it like in like how it did in Hong Kong with the Michael Lau and you know, whatever, um, oh,
0: um, I'm trying to remember, trying are, to remember well, before. okay,
2: you were there before. Like, you were there before Bounty Hunter, right?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, Bounty Hunter was here, but yeah, yeah. I mean, so they lived Bounty.
2: there, but did they even start Bounty Hunter in nineteen ninety two?
0: I'd have to look back. I, I'm, I gonna, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna
2: highly doubt it.
0: So, but I mean, he started making toys in the late nineties.
2: Yeah, I mean, he was like, uh, actually, was at the Bounty Hunter office that was in was in Harajuku. Yeah. It was like underneath a, it was like in the, I don't want to say basement, but it was kind of at the bottom floor of a building. And that was before they looked like Guitar Wolf. You know, he was just a regular dude. Yeah. Not leathered out yet. But yeah, that was in the, I think 97, I think, maybe something like that. Yeah. I actually went, I actually visited there.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and, he was one of the first guys to actually make like a designer toy. So, and kind of based on a cereal box type character, but his, that was made in China, Rotocast. So, I mean, back to Luke's question, I think it was kind of Medicom in around 2000, that kind of, uh, I mean, like the Michael Lau stuff was, was here. And then Medicom started kind of doing the Kubrick series and started collaborating with like street brands like Bounty Hunter and, bathing ape and um i mean that's kind of i kind of got into the the whole toy thing from the do you know Kubricks.
2: yep Kubrick's, like
0: Bearbricks. Bearbricks. cooler
2: yep. <laughs> uh, it's funny was, that, was, that, was, that the, the entry of that all um so this is luke your favorite guy is going to come in the conversation oh cause. Yeah. Cause. so well, i interviewed cause a long time ago and i know that he staked a little bit of claim into the early, early, early time of that. Like, because I mentioned, oh, Michael Lau was doing this thing. He said, you know, he actually nearly the same time as Michael Lau came out with his cause stuff with Bounty Hunter. And, you know, and he said that was in the 90s somewhere as well. I'm not sure of the timetable, but he said that that predates all the Metacom stuff and, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or if you recall that, but that that was what he said.
0: I'd have to Google it. but oh, I mean, him okay. mean... But I mean him and Medicom, i mean they had that store original Sure.
2: for i I was there like 30%. first day I think I was there first day, something like that crazy, really well, you know i mean hmm i don't,
1: i I don't know, like you know the the yeah. only the only cause stuff that i i became kind of conscious of cause in like around two thousand and like five two thousand and six you know, so like, you know, anything in the way late. Oh yeah. I, I never, I I never claimed to be like on the cutting edge of anything, (laughs) but like, um, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, um, Hmm. You know, I, I, if, you know, only, only reason why I even know any inkling of like this entire indie toy thing, whatever is because of the fact that, you know, it, it's all like hearsay, like people talking about it. No, but
2: I, I was—I mean, I actually went. Like I said, I, I was at Bounty Hunter office in the '90s. Like, I think it was '97, and um, that was pre—that pre. There was no cause yet at that time. No, you know, what I mean, and there was none of that was there. There was no Kubrick, you know, but they were doing like shit with GI Joes and stuff. Like they were kind of modifying GI Joes and doing that military shit with GI Joes and creating like dioramas and. No, it was kind of like that, but they had one figure, and I can't remember what it was already, but it was a Bounty Hunter brand. But that was just like, it was it was Dirt style. It was just beginning. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, Kubrick's kicked off in 2000, basically.
2: Yeah. Very cool stuff, man.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Metacom so, I mean, took it to I mean, a level.
0: Yeah. I mean, they they just sort of, that whole, uh, like, the the chases and the event exclusives and uh um, just the uh, rocks, and I mean. Oh, they
2: just you, started... so David Horvath is um, on on our YouTube, uh, YouTube, and he's mentioning, and it's very true. Sony Creative Entertainment. Do you remember that that era?
3: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
2: What year was that? I can't remember. But I mean, I, I actually went to that office too back in the day, and uh, they were doing the the you know they were doing stuff with Groove Visions. You know, right? They're making all these. They're doing Gotcha Pon, but high level really yeah, cool yeah. stuff james jarvis pete fowler uh it was really cool stuff
0: yeah the pete fowler there was like uh there was some pig one there was a cow one <laughs> i kind of remember the animals
2: were the place just by a little bit but you were there very early
0: yeah yep so um, well and then, then i started going to all the shows uh, um just because i was you know i was looking for Kubrics. and then that's kind of um I think it was about 2003 was kind of when the indie soft vinyl thing kicked off with secret base and gargamel yeah and then, then real head blob puss chronic um so yeah i just kind of started seeing the you know these guys that were making their own original soft vinyl toys and i said oh that's pretty cool um another good friend of mine dennis he was actually you know he'd been collecting like the kaiju soft vinyl stuff so he he was he told me all about soft vinyl and yeah just kind of started uh gravitated towards I uh, real head especially is what I, I was kind of collecting all his stuff and, and sort of like i said we took him over to uh san diego comic con in 2009 and 2010 yeah um and then uh, we, we got back to the, the finger puppets were basically it was a series of five finger puppets based on uh, one by Paul, one by uh, Sucklord. That's uh, right. I forgot Sucklord was another guy who was in the mix. Mm. Oh,
1: wow. Wow. Cool. I haven't cool. seen any of those. Yeah. Either way. Yeah.
0: So and uh, there was one by O'Neill, one, uh, one by uh one uh, by two resin guys called Monster Hero. I remember them um they were kind of very early kicking off the resin stuff Mm -hmm. as an art form i mean it's it's kind of exploded since then but they were kind of on the first uh, first edge of that so um yeah so i made the finger puppet series ran those for a while um but now i've got the new reboot series i think that's what i was showing you right
1: you showed yeah, that's what you showed me. Do you have any on hand?
0: Of course. So this mm-hmm. is uh this is Spider wow. X. <laughs> so this is uh the old school middle size. Um so basic the idea is I have I love the like the seventies Toksatsu sure. Mm-hmm. Um and I especially like the middle size. I guess I my is it five is inch? That about five. Five uh, inch, right? Six, about six inches.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Is that a vintage piece right
0: there? This is a vintage piece from the mm-hmm. '70s. Uh, I think it's cause I don't know. I I collected Mego when I was a kid. Hmm. I loved like that sort of eight-inch action figure size with, like you know, all the Marvel dudes, all the DC dudes.
2: Right, with the funky um, clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, and uh, you know, when you start collecting the the middle size, there's basically there's kind of one or two releases for every show, and it's pretty easy to get them. But then I get very attracted to the bootlegs. So this is actually a bootleg.
2: Oh. It's
0: non-licensed.
2: Yeah. And mm-hmm. especially,
0: there is this series of bootlegs.
2: They sold them where, at what, like those kind of, is it dagashi shops type of a thing? Yeah. <laughs> right? Dagashi, Like yeah. the header, header cards are kind of funky and, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, like that
3: like this yeah
2: Um it's like it's like a candy store or something right that's basically well, yeah. it's what it is and they sell like cheap versions of those toys which is weird that they yeah. that that was legal then right or something yeah. that's just the yeah, oddest know. thing who knows yeah like
0: basically like this series like i particularly like this series because they all use the same legs oh. <laughs> the same arms. wow i mean some gene some lazy genius this is my kind of this is what i like it's like you know the Japanese superheroes are basically all just boots and gloves, right? So <laughs> as long as we just make that new this this top part original, then we're we're good to go. We can just crank them out.
2: The same arms so, and the same they're in that same pose. Yeah. So I have what is that pose? Like a karate chop? Like that, that was kind of oh, cool then, right? When the karate hell chops hell? injured people? Like hello. Yeah, or What's it's the- it's getting ready to go.
3: hi-ya! <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, and that was like hello kachak. What's up? Hey, oh my what's God!
0: Up? Um, Very cool. We, we, on the on the boards, we kind of call it the disco pose because it just kind of reminded us of Saturday Night Fever. Yeah,
2: that's right. So it's basically looks like he's waving. That's what the figures look like for those that can't yeah. see this. But yeah,
0: yeah, it's kind of cute. Yeah,
2: yeah. Kind of five the five inch figures a good good series. Wow. Yeah, it has it has a molded butt.
0: Yeah, it's kind of nice. Wow. Nice little booties. Wow. So. Um, yeah, I probably got about that's, that's... 20 different versions of these. Um, so the so I came up with this idea and I kind of worked with Paul, and we basically cast the, the arms and legs and then just did original, like new, original upper body pieces. That's pretty great. And this is this is wow, devil cut.
2: So the new, the new, there's this new series that you're making, and it's kind of a takeoff on that old series. Yep. Yeah, very cool. And the arms are the arms are in the same position.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of hiding. That's very cool. cool.
2: I like that.
0: The the fish one.
2: Wow. What's a, so? what was that series called originally?
0: I didn't have a name. Oh, okay. I mean, they, I mean the the toys would come out as the shows came out. Yeah, just a kind of wave of boot
2: a wave of bootlegs.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. um basically from seventy one when Common Rider came out. And Common Rider was huge toy toy wise. I mean I, I think that's what also kicked off sort of the bootleg thing because it was so much demand. That's cool yeah, stuff. Seventy through seventy five. So th- this series is called Reboot.
1: Mm-hmm. But kind of, so those three figures that you, you just showed us, three figures um, of them, mm-hmm. those are your de- designs that you've worked on with artists that you've collaborated with.
0: So these three designs are, um it's basically, I I made, I did this one, uh Fighter X.
2: Right. Um, kind Paul, of like an Paul, Ultraman.
0: Paul Kaiju did uh, Devil neko mm-hmm. I kind of, uh, I had, I, I had some design input, but he did the sculpt. It's very classic Paul Kaiju. And this is by uh, the Namazu, the catfish dude. Is by Science <laughs> Patrol, Corey. Corey, if you know. Yeah, if you know Corey. I, I
1: hung out with Corey when I was in Japan last time. Which, you know, like, you know, I, I apparently he's pouring vinyl or something like that. You know,
0: yeah, he, works, he works at the factory. Um, he's been a, basically a toy producer for five years or so now. Um, he mentored under a guy, and now he's kind of doing it himself so he did the wax um so the part of the process where you got to make a wax copy of the mold which is kind of a laborious process he kind of he contributed the wax to this project and then also he's got a guy in it so like me paul and and corey are sort of the godfathers of the series one and then series two is actually all Paul. So they're they all like the bad guys. Wow!
2: Very cool. These wow. are awesome figures. Yeah. yeah, they got the same pose. They look like District Nine <laughs> or whatever it is. Sort of. <laughs> they look like they look like prawns a little bit.
0: Yeah, this, yeah. this guy, he, he's an anamalo, which is like the old Jurassic sea predator.
2: Wow,
3: those
0: are cool. So, yeah, and so basically the arms and legs are on one mold and then the upper bodies actually all six of these designs are on just fit on one mold Mm -hmm. because it's so small
3: wow Ah.
0: so so kind of what i want to do now is get more artists to do uh, and if artists uh,
1: are interested in uh like the uh, are you like picking are you picking are you being very selective of like you know the artists that you work with yes (laughs) so like we can't (laughs) can't like tell artists to submit designs to you
0: not at this point
2: (laughs) (laughs) so wait don can you um talk to us a little bit about like so you mentioned is it Corey who's now like making vinyl doing his own vinyl can you talk about like for those that don't know what these actual factories are like because i mean everyone well those that are into it will know that those factories are old right they've been around forever Everyone right. keeps mentioning there's like some old man that has been working there for like 50 years or 60 years maybe and they're right. getting really old right everyone knows that mm-hmm. but uh what are they like now i mean these are they are they still worked by an 80 year old man making vinyl toys for like so, adults
0: <laughs> yeah i mean some of the there are there are guys who've been doing it for 50 years or whatever i mean soft bees basically a process from the 60s um, so there's, uh, so basically there's a, like Mariyama where Corey works. That's basically, they, they produce the projects and they outsource the vinyl to, to a couple of these smaller old guys working in sort of sheds on the sides of their house. But, um, uh, also has an in-house vinyl pulling setup. I mean, when you say factory, I mean, it's kind of like, it's three metal tubs and, a and, a a pressure pressure pot type thing. Um it's not it's not like a yeah. state of the is art it like car. a it is it is it like a
2: two is it like a two car garage size? No, no,
0: it's like a motorcycle garage. <laughs> oh it's <so> even smaller. <laughs> it's not, right. Okay. Maybe a one car, yeah, yeah. The space oh, so it's not tiny, yeah. So I mean like so 'cause Corey's pulling vinyl now at, at Maniyama. Um there's my buddy Dennis who lives out in He lives out in Chiba. He set up a vinyl pulling thing. Um, I've been working a lot with a factory called Shikaruna. They set up a factory about two years ago. And he's basically my age. So, you know. So, like, are, are a lot of these old
1: vinyl um, guys being replaced by a younger generation of white ne- people and uh, uh, yeah. yeah and with and with you know, gaijin, you know, like that you know. Hipster, hipster vinyl, yeah well, okay, so like look, tell me what what like i'm I, obvious, okay, so like there is you know safubi generally translates to soft vinyl, right, yep. but like yeah. you know there's like these dis- discerning lines between soft vinyl and zafubi, one of them is made in a factory in china the other one is made it in a you know shed in japan yeah. um as a person who is involved in all of this help me understand what is going on
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey that's that's the greatest question right there actually <laughs>
1: What the hell's going on, man? You know, like, you know, and, and why should I care about like the differences and you know, like, etc.
0: It's it's kind of up to you whether you want to care or not. I mean the I mean the process was kind of perfected here. Um, there is a level of craftsmanship to it. Um, it's and the process is called slush casting. Yeah, and what is slush casting? So, that's where you you uh, you have the metal mold and you pour the vinyl goop in and you cook it in the in the ac- or in the uh, cyanide bath and, and pull the vinyl out of the out of the uh, hole in the mold. Um, cyanide bath. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I think the, the 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 oil the bath they use to, to cook it is potassium cyanide,
2: I believe. That doesn't, sound, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound healthy, but okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds kind of dangerous. Yeah, people are always like, "Well, why can't you make uh, vinyl in in the US?" So, I mean, I mean, basically you just need a a, a, a some sort of liquid that will won't boil at 200 degrees Celsius. So, that's uh-huh. that's why it's that chemical. Um, but and then the kebisol is the vinyl product that you that uh the main brand for the vinyl they use, mm-hmm. I mean they can pretty much mirror mimic the process itself in China a lot of there are little factories now mm-hmm. that are doing the uh, slush casting
1: mm-hmm. and uh, so when when people are like pulling vinyl, they are literally pulling vinyl out of the mold
0: yes like you haven't, you haven't seen videos of this. i'm
1: trying to i'm leading the questions i'm leading the questions so people who don't understand can okay. <laughs> have a, a guy like you explain okay. it to them.
2: <laughs> i get how this works
0: i get how this works you already knew what was really going on I, of course I know what the fuck is going on, but like I'm trying to like dumb it
1: down so that people who don't know what the hell is going on get a primer on what on on, on all this shit.
2: Well, by a person who's actually there and doing it too, yeah, that matters. Because all, 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 all I know is all I know is all from hearsay, where people I've heard rumors, I've heard shit, right? I don't know what the truth is. You're the expert, man. Yeah, the,
1: yeah Don. You know, you're the
2: you're, you're the you're the Don, cause you're the you,
1: fucking expert.
2: You're the Doctor Fauci of fucking toys. <laughs> you know, let's go to it. Explain it. Luke's the Donald Trump. <laughs> That's
0: I'm just mean. kidding. He's more. He's more than Mike Pence.
2: Oh. Oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm messing, but yeah. Oh, Fauci! Explain. This is how
1: these. This is how these things work, Don. <laughs> this, people out there who are listening, you know, this is how it works. We got to like, you know, nice. you have giving everyone a to, glimpse
0: behind the curtain of the magic. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to
1: to 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 teach myself to not expect my audience to know everything that I know.
2: Now we get a lot of people who listen that have no idea what a vinyl toy is, even. So seriously, yeah. This this is a RD podcast that doesn't even yeah anyway That's okay. That's you're the okay. expert man
1: yeah you're the expert but so so what do you okay so like you know there's a <laughs> lot in america i think there's a lot of you know feels between be you know between like you know chinese versus japanese
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know soft vinyl you know, but then I hear rumors that, like, oh, well, the Japanese designers are taking their stuff to factories in China because they could get it done cheaper and faster and blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. is there truth in that statement?
0: Um, I mean, there are uh, Chinese factories that are doing um, slush casting, for sure. I mean, and they can do volume, better volume. I mean, that's, that's kind of the bottleneck here in Japan is if you want to do you got a hot toy that's in vinyl and you, you know, okay, I need 400, 500 pieces. Then you're going to clog up the, the little factories here.
2: Hmm. Um, how so, long does it take to make 500 figures?
0: Well, it depends on the mold, but it, I mean, at a factory here, it would probably depend on how many parts and whatnot. And if there was only just one, the one mold, because it takes about 10 minutes to go through the flow with the mold between the putting the vinyl in and you usually you want to run it in the pressure thing to take all the bubbles out and, and you got to cook it and so i mean it's just it's time that's really the the biggest the biggest bottleneck when you're doing vinyl because you can only move the mold through the flow so fast it takes five ten minutes you know and then you got to chop it up and and then start around start over again so you know so, so why do you think soft vinyl is is so celebrated?
1: I mean, can't that shit be done in like?
0: Well, I think one China, one of the
1: in a normal factory okay. a vinyl factory.
0: Um, I mean, one of the reasons it's so celebrated is that it's the medium that was used making the toys. You know, one like I, you know, I I love this toy. Right, made in the sixties right. or in the seventies, and they've held up really well. A lot of them, so. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like wow this is actually a decent uh medium to make the art and because it's you know it's proven to hold up for 50 years i mean you probably have some toys that were made 10 15 years ago that you, you pulled out of the box and they're sticky and mm-hmm. curated and
3: big time what happened
0: yeah so i mean it's it, on one hand it's kind of proved to be a very good medium Mm. Art wise, that that has you know, it's not gonna disintegrate or fall apart.
2: So wait, um, what, what about what about the China factories? Are you getting the same thing, or will that do you think disintegrate and fall apart? So that's the problem. It, it, it time, may, right? Time. Yeah,
0: time is. You can only know.
2: We won't know, um, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's kind of like the big kind of maybe that's the big question too. Is is that right? Right, like, but it's part. But it's, it, isn't that
0: true with any art though? For that's like, especially if they're pushing like how they're putting it together. I mean, like, well, if if, I, if people, you're, if you're doing
2: a, lot, if you're doing a painting, we kind of know that acrylic might last a long time on a canvas, right? Yeah. You, you can kind of assume that's going to last a long time, but yeah. this toy thing, you just don't know.
0: Yeah. But I mean, if people are doing collages, I mean, you know, I, I assume yeah. people doing pushing the envelope in terms of mediums and stuff, but. You know, wow, it looked really great. And then, you know, I paid $1,000 for it. And two years ago, two years later, it kind of fell apart. <laughs> right.
3: I, I always it kind
0: it, of. Find, it itself.
1: I always find the cause thing kind of funny, especially when it comes to cause toys. Like people buying, like, you know, the gigantic, you know, companion figures that are literally made out of vinyl. And like, you know, the thing with vinyl is, is, and like, you know, I I don't know how often like, you know, he produces those, those figures. He probably doesn't produce them anymore at all, you know, but like, you know, they're vinyl, they're going to get brittle, you know, they're going to leach and they're going to, the there's, um they're going to leach out uh, like an oily kind of thing to the surface. And then like the, you know the pliableness is going to lose it and then eventually because they're like fucking like four to six feet tall you know they're heavy as shit you know and they'll just probably like it'll like one day you're going to like you know be hanging out with your gigantic life-size cause companion and like its ankles will burst through its fucking shoes
2: you know doesn't
0: that sort of speak to the ephemeral nature of art and life I think so, but I don't think collectors <laughs> think so. You know, like you're saying they're not. You're not the best investment, is that what you're
1: saying? I, I I'm not the producer. I I am not Brian Donnelly. So I'm not. But I'm so I'm. Uh, but like I but, can definitely say that I think it's stupid to fucking pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for something like that.
2: But that was a Metacom actually produced, right? All that was Metacom. So. It could have better quality because of that. It's all made in China. I don't, I don't know. So
1: <laughs>
2: I used to, I, um, I was friends with
1: my, my friend, Ash used to be the 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 QC guy, the quality control guy, uh, for or one of the quality control guys at the Chinese factories over there. You know, you know Ash.
0: Yeah, of course I know Ash. Yeah. You know everyone in Japan. It's, the community is pretty tight there, isn't it? Well, it's I mean yeah in Japan, but I mean i just being around the toy scene for the last, especially the last few years. Really traveling the the sort of global toy convention circuit, I basically have gotten to know pretty much everybody in the indie toy scene, mm-hmm. um, and anybody I don't know, I know someone who knows them. So
3: right, right.
2: How competitive is it in Japan? You know, like figure maker to figure maker. Let's say
0: there's mm, some healthy competition i mean there's i mean there's definitely the there's sort of the soft final kaiju side of thing monster that sort of side of thing the boy side if you want to be to be sort of uh non-pc and then sort of the like the cute character side of it are i mean they're kind of two different markets and two different worlds um I mean it's competitive, but I mean for the most part there's not, you know, there's a couple like bitchy rivalries, but
2: oh really? Part, oh who? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> who are these? Wait, who? That's great! Yeah, come on! I want to know! Come on! Give well, us an well, exclusive! I mean <laughs> the, uh,
0: I, mean, I can go back to the old school beefs. I mean basically secret base. 'Cause Secret Base were kind of the first company to start doing the vinyl, the soft Sophie indie indie style, original characters in Sophie. And then other designers started doing it as well, like Gargamel, Realhead, and those and so Seeker Base thought everybody was copying him just by oh. the way he started that scene. So um, Are they still active?
2: Seeker Base? Oh
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah i think they make most of their stuff in in uh not all of it but they make quite a bit in china but i don't i'm not sure where they make their soft vinyl but the, their quality pretty still pretty good so if it is made in china it's quite quite good
1: so uh, from my understand, Safubi or uh was actually kind of a process that was um I don't know. I guess mastered maybe to a certain degree when it came to toy markets because uh, for Barbies. Do you know anything about that? Like the legs uh, on a Barbie, um, they were using slush vinyl um, techniques to um, get the smooth, jointless features on a Barbie doll. And then, like you know, it you know it, it was probably actually developed you know early on for like medicinal for medical supply you know yeah, uses it was, you know it was dupont maybe you know and then um it um you know it it got it was you know, because you know during um the 60 the, during the uh, during the 60s i guess like you know barbie dolls were being produced or manufactured in japan and um the um, what
0: this I did not know.
1: Yeah. And, and or at least parts of, J- of Barbies were being manufactured in Japan. And so the legs were being cast in soft vinyl and, you know, obviously they probably do it all in China nowadays, but yeah, that, that something I, I remember hearing, actually it was um in the Netflix show, the toys that made us where they, you know, during the Barbie episode where they kind of, they, they touch on that for a second you know, oh, okay. you know, I'm not sure I watched the Barbie one. No, of course you yeah, wouldn't. One. You know,
2: that <laughs> awesome. I love that show. Your penis just
1: gets in the way of everything. <laughs> it's okay to like Barbie, Don. It's okay.
3: <laughs> you know,
1: embrace your feminine your 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 feminine side. Watch the Barbie episode. <laughs> okay, I'll watch the Barbie episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> but like okay so so there there's there there there's beefs in 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 the scene like with any scene yeah any
0: indie scene you know music scene scene.
1: Uh, so like you know but like are you know like but like so when did like so uh, i guess you know going back like now you got a lot because of the demand like you know, one of the things that, like, um, I got to see when I was in um, Japan last time, I mentioned this with mm-hmm. David last uh, uh, last week, was that, like, you know, I got to see the new Mandarake shop right. in Akihabara, where they kind of, like, it's only Sifubi. It's only so starving, yep. You know. Yep. And this is this store was kind of opened as a uh, 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 motivation, was motivated by the collector market in uh, maybe around the world, but also particularly in China where, Mm -hmm. you know, it's become a very, you know, um, hotly collected, you know, item. Like you have, you probably have buyers come, they probably have buyers coming in from China you know buying suitcases worth of stuff and then bringing it back to China yeah. to resell over there you know yeah. um which means that the demand for this kind of production is high now right. um now, like you know the the myth of the um of the sufubi you know puller is an old Japanese guy who's been doing this for fifty years you know and you know but like you know as we we mentioned our we our mutual friend Corey, who is a i think 30 something you know caucasian from america you know yeah. is now doing um vinyl pulling yeah have you is that is that like a a phenomenon that is like kind of happening in japan is there a lot of non-japanese people coming in and you know learning from you know the old guy and then you know no. and taking him taking over uh, replacing him or taking his place
0: no i mean just Corey and dennis basically
1: <laughs> so those two
0: but
2: they're I mean- actually but they're actually physically doing the work right that's the yes, difference, because yeah, yeah. there's yeah, other yeah. like there's other like toy guys in Japan that are American, right? That are uh, getting oh, yeah. stuff made.
0: There's you know we have a club, a club, yeah. <laughs> the American Toy Guy Club.
2: <laughs> I interviewed Luke Rook. Is he part of that club?
0: Uh, Luke's his own club.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> but he's been there a long time.
0: I guess. Right. Yeah, relatively. Relatively. I mean, ten years? I, I already, 10 years? I had already been here a long time by the time he got here. So, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you know, you've been you here for how many
1: fucking years now? 30 years?
2: Almost. Yeah.
0: Almost. Almost. Yeah.
2: yeah so, see.
0: well, Luke Luke actually, I mean, the other guy I was mentioning, Dennis, who has his own vinyl right? factory, didn't
2: he work with Luke? Wasn't that like Luke's? Yeah, yeah they worked right? together. Right. A while ago.
0: Yeah. So they're still working together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Luke Rook. He
1: was probably one of the first um whatchamacallit? Um Saw final um guys that I like met, you know, when um when like bef- you know like way after I had done like, you know, I mean like I, I didn't I never really thought much about like, you know, in in the in the early two thousands or, like around 2009, 2010, like I'd never even heard of Safubi. I never heard of, like, you know, soft vinyl. So I didn't think anything of it, you know. And I remember him reaching out to me asking if I had, you know, I had worked with a company called In the Yellow, um, yep. you know, to do the Kaiju for Grown Up stuff. And he, you know, was kind of taking bits and pieces of, Old soft vinyl figures and like create turning them into those like mashed. kind of mashed up you know almost like I don't even know how to fucking describe it 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 actually kind of reminds me of like the old Dahara, that that Dahara, the show that Dahara did you know previously pre you know where he was um, having people come over and just taking random toy parts and kind of pushing them together and, and and you know pushing them together into whatever the fuck you can you can come up with and um he was asking for parts from my old figures that you know I had done in Japan and then I met him and he's that guy's fucking crazy <laughs> you know i remember going to Japan and like you know he had he i think his apartment was this like room behind the broadway and it was there was no restroom there was like maybe one small window, you know, and like there's this toxic like paint fumes and sh- ev- like just toys scattered everywhere, you know. Was, but like that was his studio, though, right? That wasn't like his. I page. think he lived there at the time. <laughs> you know, I think he still <laughs> lives there. I think I know he still has that place. You know, but like, not know. the one that burned down. No, I think that was a different one. You know, but okay. So you
0: think I? I... <laughs> where wait, You, you're leading me. You're leading me. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> He's leading me somewhere. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just like fucking. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm curious. I, I just, I, I'm just
1: like you know. There's, there's a lot of like. Kind of questions that I think, like as an out, if I were as an outsider, I would be kind of, like, you know, perplexed by like what is but going that,
0: on. Here? I mean, that's 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 the mark of any cool insider scene, right?
2: <laughs> so explain it. That's the whole thing. Explain it. There's so many people. There's so many people that want to make a toy, like out there, and they don't know what to do. Right, mm-hmm. they see everything that's uh, being made a decon. Let's say all the soft vinyl. There's a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. They don't know. They don't know how to get started. And then maybe it, is it you? Do they call you, and then you can get them started? What do you do? No, 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 no because
1: you don't want to, or no, because you can't.
2: Cause I've heard all these stories too that are false. That it's uh, you have to know the Japanese factory guy right and if yeah. you don't know well, him I mean, he's probably not going to yeah. work with you because he's too busy so yeah. that's already like a big no right there right so there's all these myths I've heard as to how to get started
0: myth. What's that I mean it's just it's very small it's not it helps to know somebody it helps to have somebody who's got a good relationship with the factory because everything moves on what I call B time um, uh, that's you buddy Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very, it's a very, it can be a frustrating process. I mean, that's, that's kind of, I just like to be selective who I work with because I just need to work with people I know are going to be like, not too (laughs) uptight about (laughs) like, uh, yeah, apparently this is going to take another six weeks or, you know, Hey, actually this is, it's done. It's right away. It's kind of like people who are, cool <laughs> basically um and it's not my full time thing so um I kinda, what's the general
1: turnaround for like these kind of projects i mean like i'm i'm used to things taking from start to you know receiving almost a year you know like uh,
0: it sometimes it happens really fast i mean if you if your sculpt is done I've seen things go from sculpt to test shot in like six weeks.
1: Because,
0: mm. um, like, you know, I mean, I think people hear,
1: like, oh, yeah, The, I mean, like, you know, I, I happen to be working with a guy whom I share the same name with. And, like, you know, it's been, you know, we've had a project sitting on his book for over a year and a half. You know,
0: another guy named Chu over here? <laughs> Something like that,
1: <laughs> you know. Like, is is that common?
0: Uh, I mean, it all depends on who you're working with. I think, and what their workflow is, and also, I, I I remember I was talking with Eric about this in the past. It's kind of like, how does the pricing work? Right, well, it kind of depends on who you're working with and how they make their money. Um, so, uh, in the past, a lot of the guys who were taking projects from the West, they would make their money doing the wax copies, mm. maybe some sculpting, but usually the the wax, the wax process is actually, the copy process is pretty labor intensive. Mm. So they kind of, that was sort of their, their main, um, where they would make the money on the pro on the, on the pro- project. Tell me about the um, wax part for really quickly. Like, I, I'm yeah, I, actually, I, I'm like, I don't know
2: what it is either. Yeah. I'm like, what is that?
0: Oh, I mean, it's, I mean, it's basically kind of similar to making jewelry, right? You get oh. the, you get, you get the, um, the sculpt, the wax relief,
2: or whatever, right? Yeah. is that what it is? Yeah. A wax yeah. relief.
0: Yeah. So basically, you make a silicone mold of the original sculpt. Okay. And you pull out the sculpt, and then you pour in wax. And you make a wax copy of the of the sculpt, and then you you know you go in and make sure it matches the original sculpt exactly. That's sort of the labor, craftsman mm. part of it. Um, and then they send that to the mold maker, and they they plate it, and, and then it gets melted away as they make the metal mold. How do they plate it? Um, they first they electroplate it and then i don't i mean it's electroplating process
1: i mean like it's wax right like wax is kind of like melts doesn't it
0: well i mean it's yeah i mean they do it in a i've never actually been to a mold factory but i think they 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 do it in stages so they kind of i don't know if it's a the first is if there's a spray on or something but yeah they do it so it doesn't so i mean it has to melt at some point to get it out right. to make the mold right. but i suppose that's the uh yeah it, it's kind of funny because the mold making part is about the only part that hasn't um, been taken over by i haven't met anybody who's like oh i want to be a artisan mold maker i guess it, part of it is like the whole electroplating process is is pretty industrial mm-hmm. i mean that i mean that the, the kind of cool thing about the soft vinyl thing is you can pretty much do you can sculpt it yourself if you're good with stuff you can do the wax copy yourself you can't really do the mold yourself, but then if you're quarry, you can, once you got that mold, you're actually going in and pulling your own vinyl. Mm. Um, and then you get the vinyl and you paint it yourself. And so, you know, you can get pretty close to where you're doing a lot of it yourself. Mm-hmm. It's much more, more of a craft process. Uh, I mean, it's kind of between just sending something off to a factory in China where they make it or you doing resin casting yourself at home it's kind of in that middle where part of the process is it's sort of a mass production process but you're still quite you know you can really get in up to your elbows you know as being being hands-on and the other nice part about it is that it's it's quite iterative so it's not like china where it's like okay i have this thing send it off i gotta get 300 pieces maybe five different colorways but it all comes up at once that I say about the vinyl is you can kind of like, you know, oh, I want to get ten, ten pieces in in this color, and then I'm, maybe I want to get twenty pieces the next time, and thirty pieces, and you know, you can try. You can the the vinyl itself is also sort of a a, a medium or a, a, a one of the aspects that you can you know do cool things with with the. The vinyl color and clear and right. Like that, I think
1: that's one of the things that Sefubi is best known for are these really clear clears and then you can like do these weird marbling effects and stuff like that, right?
2: Oh uh, look at that glassy.
0: So this is a this is a project I'm you know clim from Big Shot Toy Works?
2: Yeah, yeah, he's he's listening in on this uh live cast too. Oh, Say okay. hi to Clem.
0: Hi Clem. So this is a project I've been doing with Clem called Shishi. Uh, oh, cute. Cute. Very, very cute.
2: Yeah. And, it's like uh, a, like a, what is that? Like a lion dog thing that goes in front of uh, temples. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just a cute uh, version of that. Yeah.
0: Cute. Yeah. It's very cute. It's great. Um, And so I've been working with this project on Clem. Klim. Clem is one of those guys that I think is cool because he he understands that, that you know things don't always go the way you know things take time. So this is like uh got gold uh glitter in the vinyl. Oh.
1: Ah, yeah, very cool. Very cool.
0: So So, so the first year we were just doing sort of running these uh, solid, programs, colors. Yeah. solid colors. Solid mm-hmm. colors. Um but uh, we've been doing the, the painted ones the jade Color. Oh. So these, the ones I'm showing here now are from the Kickstarter that he did, which we're we're finally delivering. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, this is yeah. This is that clear. It's just uh,
2: very it's, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, very beautiful.
0: Again, with with soft vinyl, even with Japanese made soft final clear. I time will tell if they didn't cook it too long or not you know how yellow it goes i have i have made in japan obutsu clear toys that have gone just sure they get kind of yellow
2: yeah, yeah so. i think so and so uh, that's where
1: the yellowing comes from is uh, is in the curing and uh, in the in the way it's it's cured
0: yeah i mean i that that clear vinyl It's i have yet to see a toy from the from the 70s that isn't yellowed
2: sure because they have like kikaida bodies and they're they're yellow they're not clear yeah Yeah.
0: i've always wondered though i mean i've always does anyone have a picture of those from the 70s where they're actually still clear (laughs) (laughs) or
2: it must have been yeah i don't know
0: because we were we were talking about running these guys in the sort of that but doing it in that sort of more dirty clear so it's Uh just like giving it a, a bit of
2: a yellow brown tint to it. Just, oh. Uh, there, so you're, you're you wanna, you want to you want to make color. You want to make like fake like uh patina basically. Yeah. I don't know if the word patina gets used in a soft vinyl world but that's kind of what it is.
0: I I I'll start using it more.
2: Yeah, patina. You you learned it here, robot and the bear, patina. Right. Yeah. Up there was a foo boy. Yeah. So that's next- mine. <laughs> <laughs> the qu- question i i have too is um if you're a person let's just say you're in a you're you know a, an artist you you don't want you don't want to just do this to break even you want to make money is it a bad idea to do this in japan is it better just to go straight to china and get it done there and get it done faster and get more made and it's a it lower price point what,
0: it kind of depends on your what your uh artistry is if you're if you're a painter if you're someone who like wants to get the soft vinyl then you then you go in and do quite elaborate paints and there's there's a lot of guys who who you know get several hundred dollars for their their painted toys so um, if you're going that route then yeah you may you know it's guaranteed quality you know the the vinyl will hold up um if you're if you're doing something that's smaller cuter and you want to just go for quantity um yeah maybe china's more might be a a better i mean it all depends on what your sort of objective is um the thing now too really in in sort of the designer market is that people want painted toys i mean they want you know they want their you know, they want like something that's a, you know, design, wow. well, consider a designer toy. And um, I mean, you could get this level of paint happening in Japan, but, you but it's know,
2: got gradations and yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's quite it's quite labor intensive. I mean, something, you know, and this if that's kind of what you're trying to do, then, yeah, you might want to look more at China. I mean, some designs as well just don't soft vinyl has because you're just, you're yanking it out of a hole in a, in a, in a old metal mold, there's a lot of, uh, design angles and kind of things that you can't, you can't do that you're better off doing with rotocasting in uh, China. So, and, you know, it's, it's not quite as plug and play as working with, with some factories in China either. So, you know, uh, most of the guys I know that are doing lots of vinyl, they'll actually have different molds at different factories, so they can kind of, you know, give and take. And, you know, i could got stuff coming from this factory now, and, you know, I can get stuff out of this factory later. So, um, I don't, I mean, I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all answer at all.
2: I'm just kind of figuring, like, is making a sofubi in japan a thing that you do where you don't expect to make money that it might just be a break even and a cool thing is it kind of like I, that or is it still think, a is it still a business
0: I, I, I think anyone making a toy at all should start with that mindset <laughs>
2: yeah oh uh, but more so like was it more so in japan versus china because in china you're thinking well you're going to get a lower price point and speedier work i suppose right
0: well um i mean again it depends on what you're making but I think. It's actually cheaper to do to do it here, at least in terms of the initial investment. Oh. Um, yeah,
1: do they require a certain? Yeah, they require certain numbers, uh, production numbers, in order to do it in China. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's factories now that have kind of gone. Okay, we'll do instead of a thousand. Yeah, we can, we can, we can scale back to three hundred. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, th- I think there's a, there is, I'm, I've, I've heard that a bunch, actually. Some of the Japanese guys that actually work in China can do smaller runs now. Mm-hmm. They're not afraid of doing that, which is kind of amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: But the th- but like, you know, in, in Japan, like, it seems like you can be able to do like 10 of this particular color of vinyl or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, obviously you know you're going to be paying for it because you're going to have to it has to ship from Japan to the United States or Japan to Europe or Japan to China or wherever you you know you're you want to ship it to and it's generally you're you know you're going to be paying less shipping when you ship out more you know but like you know I you know I, I guess it depends on your on the demand can you be able to command like a higher price point with limited num because of the limited number of production pieces mm-hmm. you know
0: um you know like i don't know people yeah. want your stuff was that yeah. right. right people do you know
1: well i mean that's the thing about like toys in general right you know like is there a demand it, you know like can you like you know what's? I don't know whether or not you notice it because you were a decon. Uh, were you a decon this uh, l- uh, last year? Yes. Yeah. You know, there's a lot. There's this growing resin scene.
0: You know, going on yeah. out there. You know, and there's a lot of growing scenes. There were scenes growing out of every <laughs> corner and nook.
1: Yeah, but like, but but resin
0: specifically, I I was kind of surprised, oh,
1: like, to see like there was a quite a demand for it you know okay. i've actually met people like who are only interested in buying resin pieces you know um you know i actually like resin i think resin feels more you know artistic you know um because it's has a certain delicateness to it mm-hmm. you know um you know like say you know and you know yeah it literally is delicate because you drop that shit it's fucking gone you know um but like
0: um that's why i like vinyl because i'm always (laughs) knocking stuff over (laughs) yeah same here but like the thing but the thing is is um
1: you know the but like you know the thing about like you know for like people who are just starting people who are you know new to who are trying to get off the get off the ground and you know it would probably be smarter to start with you know Casting your own resin or finding someone who can cast resin. I mean, resin molds only last so long, anyways, right? Right.
0: You know, know? I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, basically anyone for the most part, especially based in the US, if you're not starting with resin, then, um, you mean that's definitely a much easier way to build up because you can do it all yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, build up your base, build up your characters, right? And then, you know, so it's less of a gamble.
1: You know, you can yeah. like produce like 10 of something and see how people like it. And, you know, if yeah. the demand's high enough, then like, you know, you step it up to, you know, either produce more higher numbers of resin, or and then when you finally get to a point and you've saved up enough money, you could go and, you know, try and find out who these people that we've been mentioning on our podcast are. You know, and reach out to them on social media because all of them have Twitter presences, or Instagram presences, or whatever. And if you're lucky, they'll get back to you. Yeah. Or if your name, if your reputation precedes you, you know, they'll be clamoring to, you know, to to work with you because they know you've got the money,
0: and your stuff will sell. Yeah, because.
2: No. What what makes what you've worked with a lot of characters? What are you looking for in characters like that you've seen? Because you just said build up your characters. So what does that exactly mean to you?
0: Um, so kind of and especially going around the Asian um sort of toy circuit, um, it's very artist driven right now. So most like the successful artists they'll have their character that they they can draw they can sit and just draw all day like luke and his bear mm-hmm. and um yeah it's i mean it you know there's no there's no formula obviously to what what kind of a character uh is going to take off I add some more um because i work uh, I don't know if you know, Kaori Hinata, Hinatik does Morris cat with antlers. Oh yeah. 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 yeah so, yeah. I mean that her character is just blowing up still. I mean, just keep going. She go going from strength to strength. And it's been really nice going. Cause I've actually traveled all around the world with her as she's, as, as that character sort of come out and just kind of watching people gravitate toward it. And, um, and a couple other character designers that I work with that um they have their vinyl toy of their character, but then they can also iterate it into other media. They can draw it, they can do paintings of it, they can um, uh it it works as a blind box if Medicom wants to start doing a blind box or a bare brick of it. Mm-hmm. Um so I I think yeah, there's definitely a sort of a artist and their and their their mascot, signature character, is and, and and you know most of these artists they also have worlds around their character, but it, it, uh, there definitely seems to be like this sort of uh, artist plus their character sort of driving force right now.
1: Is that so you're saying? So you yeah. you think there's a trend in, in at least in Asia right now?
0: I think it's. I mean, it's pretty worldwide. But yeah, I mean, mm. it translates quite well to Asia,
3: right?
0: Um, and you know, these artists—they, one hand, they can make a toy, and on the other hand, they can make art. Um, and so, it kind of, there's, they can do a spectrum of stuff, that's based on their character design. Um, so, what you're you saying know,
2: basically is, uh, for those who are listening, it's a commitment. This is yes. some instant draw it in a notebook once, and then you know make a toy out of it, and you're gonna be successful, maybe, but probably not. The fact is uh, somebody who's worked, created a world around their characters then makes a toy has a better shot that's that's yeah. the basic bottom line very simple yeah.
0: yeah 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 you got you gotta be in it and you gotta put in the time i mean i've and i've i you know since I've been going around the circuit the last four or five years, I've noticed there's artists that you know try to go as to as many events as they can and you know you're you're maybe just in each country once a year but having that touch point every year um makes a big difference to some artists who started you know eh, maybe i'm not going to attend all the events and i've just you know but i've taken their their figures to sell mm-hmm. and when the artist is there and when they've they've made the commitment i just see a huge difference in the amount of sales um Especially when the artist is there and they can sign the toy and, and do the, you know, do an illustration. But just making that commitment to go and, and meet the people, meet your fans basically, and do it regularly, it makes a big difference. I think. So
1: awesome. you're saying that I need to get, start, you know, building up my, 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 um, uh, all roads lead back to <laughs> Luke.
2: Yes, <laughs> it's about you, Luke. This is all about you. <laughs> well, I, I just,
1: <laughs> Everything is about me in my world. <laughs>
2: like, well, but basically, everybody is what Don's saying that if you're going to do this and you're going to have toys, travel with your toy. Make that commitment. It might be worth it. Yeah
0: are we gonna Are we gonna travel yeah. again? Though I mean, that's kind of that's the yeah. That's Good question. Super sad, super so sad then, what? Verb.
2: So what happens? Do you think uh, you're going to miss out on conventions this year? I suppose. I don't think um, he's
1: going to be missing any conventions because there won't be any conventions.
2: But same thing. You're mm-hmm. going to be missing the conventions because there's none. Uh, what's going to happen to the toy toy world? Is this going to create a rocky problem? Do you think, or do you think it's going to be fine and an internet sensation? It's just going to continue on.
0: Uh, you know, brave new world. Let's, don't uh, you know, let's figure it out here.
2: But I so, figure the artists that do paintings and stuff are going right. to be fine if you're rocking. But I figure, you know, this toy thing, though, has had up and downs. You've seen a lot of up and downs oh, of yeah. this toy world. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, But right now, it's kind of like a high in Asia, right? Is it Thailand, yeah, Taiwan, right. Singapore, China, ta- you know, all yeah. these places. Uh, there was a time when maybe those places didn't give a fuck about toys, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Right, so right, right. I'm just
2: wondering if this is going to create a an issue with toys at all.
0: Well, hopefully, it, I mean, it'll uh, keep it less like uh, that's what I want. It'll be more, you know, spread out on the internet. I guess. I mean, that's uh, I always say that there's probably a pretty strong toy scene in the U.S. for any kind of toy. It's just that it's so dispersed out you know, you got one guy in Minnesota and two guys in Tennessee and, you know, the coasts are different. There's, there's big collectors and stuff on the coast, you know, big conventions and communities and whatnot on the coast. But, um, you know, we're all kind of spread out now, little, little islands. Um, but yeah, I mean, the conventions are a big part of the, big part of the, uh, the scene for sure. I, I, I don't know if Eric's seen it, but uh, Luke's probably. I make like a calendar, the global toy event calendar. Oh wow, I
2: haven't seen it. Where do you find? Yeah. Is that online?
0: Oh yeah, if you go to, I usually if you go to Fig Lab Facebook page, I just posted up the new Corona <laughs> one. I, I think I sent it to Luke. Did uh, you earlier? Yeah, I it's don't in know the, if I'm
1: like following the Fig Lab stuff. I mean, Fig Lab.
0: I I shot it over in last night in the um. Oh yeah, chat. I'm following.
1: Oh, you did? Yeah. Let me see. I'm uh I want to... Oh, there it is.
3: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Look> at...
2: <laughs> so, anyone could anyone could join Fig Lab on Facebook and yep. you you created a calendar.
0: Yep. Um, was was yeah. can, was Comic-Con canceled? Well, there's I put a question mark there. I mean,
2: It's it's on. not officially, but that's it's going to be, right? I
0: Oh yeah. It's yeah.
1: it's going to be.
2: I mean, soon. I think they're doing. What is it? I, I was reading of the. They're just probably just getting their ducks in a row as to what what the fuck they're gonna do and what they're gonna say and messaging, yeah. and like, are they gonna refund everyone's money? And w- you know, what are they gonna do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're probably waiting till they figure it all out before they just say we're, we're canceling. You know, yeah. I
1: think I think it's just it's everything is fucked this year. I even think Designer Con, which is in November, is completely fucked
2: too well it's possible because uh is it even today uh gavin newsom our governor of california said that there'll be no group large group anythings for uh, a year oh okay meaning meaning like that means no basketball games or you know uh that you can't attend them but they can happen right so decon can happen you just can't attend it
1: it's. i mean that's the yeah. thing right like you know i don't think I mean, that means, you know, galleries will be fucking, like, you know... Fucked. Fucked. Um, Maybe. Events will be fucked. Conventions will be fucked. Um, You know, everything. And, you know, scientists are kind of, like, already, like, you know, predicting, like, you know, statisticians are are predicting that, like, hey, you know, like, yeah, basically, everyone's fucked until 2022. Wow. You know, know,
2: so... (laughs) That... I mean, at least say 2021, man. <laughs> right? Give me some hope. Like, please, yeah. like, I mean, Give me, don't, don't, don't give don't me a little round, something, give
0: a little hope. Round up the, you know? Wow. Yeah, it was
1: a. It was like on CNN last night. Like they were like, you know, like whatever the way the way everything is going right now, 2022. You know.
0: Wow. <laughs> um, I'm kind of curious the because uh, the two big shows over here in Asia that aren't in China and Japan are basically the the. The Taiwan show in October, mm-hmm. and the Thailand show, which is every year, usually at the end during at the end of April, beginning of May. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, the Thailand show is still going to go on. In- well,
2: that's a third world, bro. <laughs> Thailand. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. So,
2: like, sorry, Thailand. That's just, that's just a, a show in the fucking jungle, man. <laughs> i loved i i liked i, I like thailand even though i've never been but
0: thailand's uh, come sorry. a long way man it's i, I, mean, I, I
2: no, I, i'm joking
0: I, I mean i visited there in the 90s so and then to go back now there's a lot of you know south asia southeast asia's biggest shopping mall is where they have the event hmm. um so they actually haven't they haven't announced the date yet but they're they're planning. I think it's like May, end of May. They're going to have some sort of online convention. um I guess you just find if you just follow Thailand Toy Expo on Facebook, they they've made some announcements. But very curious to see what mm. and you know an online toy thing is. Mm. uh it's making me so sad though. Because yeah,
2: that's a tough one, right? Right. Because that means a. I
0: yeah. Mean, uh, I, mean, I mean, this is just such a big part of my life the last couple of years too. Yeah,
2: around. but is stuff like a uh, WonderFest in Japan going to happen. I mean, that's way down the road, right? I think that's um, it's not that like September or something.
0: There was one in there was one in February that they yeah people thought oh they were going to cancel it, but no, they actually had it. Um, oh, Japan's
2: different though because they're hiding the they're hiding it all right because of the Olympics, yeah. and now here it so, shows it's showing up now.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Once they got once they secured twenty twenty one. They're all like, all right, let it out, let it on out. Of course, we're we're hiding it right in, in the United States as well. So you know, everyone everyone is fucking hiding it. Everybody I don't know. Is
2: is New York hiding it? it? They, they, New York is like a country's worth of COVID going on there.
1: Right. Well, but the the thing. I mean, it was just yesterday. Like their numbers spiked because they acknowledged that certain people, you know, people who died.
2: Yeah, there's people that are dead in New York that have not been found yet they in their apartments probably right oh, literally yeah,
1: yeah. what well, yeah. you know once summer comes along and the and the city starts stinking like dead people
2: it's going to be fucking that's what i'm saying man no there's people dead right now that people don't even have found them yet yep.
0: so, yeah yeah going it's dark fast
2: <laughs> well japan's going to be the same you know you have all the hikikomori you know actually they're safe though they're safe. because they're they don't fair. leave they don't leave. They're gonna, leave. Come they're, they're gonna come Yeah, but like, imagine how many fucking lonely
1: dead people that like haven't killed themselves. You know, are fucking hanging out. You know, in their fucking like, you know, one their 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 studio apartment or their fucking one bedroom. You
2: in know? Japan, in especially Japan. in Japan, right? Oh, yeah, oh man,
1: tons of them. There's entire
2: fucking city within <laughs> cities within <of them>. cities. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh. Anyways, you know, like you know, I mean, like, hey, you know, what I mean, like, what, what else can you expect us to be thinking about right now, right? This,
0: this podcast like, is nice escapism for the first first hour, but. Uh... <laughs> well, you know, I I'm mean, like, it, 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 it is a it is a like
1: I like last night. I was racking my brain trying to figure out like how I'm going to fucking like you know, like you know, make this year work for me, you know, and. I imagine like, and I'm lucky in the sense that like I've got like different weight, different, you know, verticals I could be able to work with, you know, but like toy people, it's, it's a, especially if they're, if like, you know, they like in December after DesignerCon, they're like, this is it. This is the 2020 is the year I fucking like let go of my day job and fucking like, you know, go 100% into the toy game you know i'm sure there's people like that i'm sure there's at least you know a handful of fucking artists who who are who made that gamble in the beginning you know and now everything is fucked
2: oh so they were, you're talking about people that are on the edge their career is just going or just starting yep uh you know in this in this genre and then uh the rug kind of get pulled out of them right it's sort of like a it happened to a lot of artists at the what do you call it the, the economic crash
1: uh, the, uh, the, the great recession
2: yeah, yeah, the, the two thousand nine, two thousand eight, whatever it is. Uh there were some artists that were just getting big there. Prices got really high mm-hmm. and then that happened and no one could buy their art and they are basically hit rock bottom. They weren't established enough, basically, is what I'm getting at. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh bet you that's gonna happen maybe too, right? There'll oh. be some who just weren't ex- established yet, just just about to hit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's and, it's happening. And they're gonna start then they're gonna start all over in about two years, as you're saying they are yeah. gonna have to start from rock bottom. Oh man. Really sad, but I, I think that's possible because I saw it happen in at that r- great recession time.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. No fucking, you know We're gonna continue
2: this dark theme. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> we're
1: gonna, we're
2: gonna... I wanna hear Don cry. You know You're not gonna see me cry.
1: Well Don Don fortunately, Don has Don Don this is all a side project for yeah. Don.
2: But you work with uh toy companies. Is that your like real day actual day job?
0: Um I mean my I do digital marketing so
2: Oh okay. Uh, I
0: I mean actually we're doing a lot
2: of That's uh, That's awesome then. You you're you're in business. Yeah man. This is time you're to digitally man. market. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's all going on online so. And so we're actually yeah. doing corporate work with games too, like mobile games right now. Are like mm. the one, the one yeah, thing that's that actually sales are up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: is cashing in. Fuck this toy game.
0: You know, like uh, uh yeah, So you know,
2: actually work for a Japanese company? Like you know, I I
0: have a partner here that we uh we have just a little digital agency.
2: Oh, awesome. What's that digital called? Wheel. Digital Will. Digital Will?
0: Will? Digital Will. Yeah. Digital yeah. Will. Like well, that's UI. pretty dark
2: too. <laughs> Where there's a
0: Digital Will, there's a Digital Way.
2: Okay. Oh, oh. The, the, or write your digital will because you're gonna die pick <laughs> exactly. exactly. your choice
1: have your will on the cloud you know but like My partner's name is he, his name is will
0: so he, and he okay so, he, so <laughs> I think he didn't realize till he was thinking in Japanese more when he did it and then when he went to register the name he was like oh crap <laughs> awesome but, uh, nice. yeah yeah it's good I need to Probably get to work here in a bit as well. Okay. Okay. Wow. This how how, is how long does did...
1: is, is bailing on us? You know, but like okay.
0: How long does how long does the robot and the bear usually go? It I mean, goes like until it's, the site I... is done.
2: <laughs> yeah, we go we go till it's done. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I was listening to the David Horvath one last week, and it seemed like the at least the. Uh, Maybe it's the podcast version. It seemed like the end got cut off. I don't. Do you do? I don't know. Do you do an edit for the podcast?
2: Did the end get cut off?
0: It just seemed to kind of trail. I can't remember the last thing. It did, oh. didn't seem to kind of wrap up. Just kind of. Really. Yeah, yeah. It
3: went, this is on the on, it two, on the it on two hour,
0: it, it went for two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, I was I was I was listening to it was a couple of times that I I had I was like laying on the couch and like. David said a couple of things made me laugh out loud. My wife, like, was like, "What are you listening to?" <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: and, and you were, and you were brought up. We we mentioned you oh, on on the that's cast.
3: That's what made me
0: laugh. That's what made yeah. me laugh. You yeah.
1: know,
0: like you know, because like you know, in, David and his wild toy conspiracies.
1: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know,
1: Don here knows just about everyone. Uh, in, in this, um, in this, in this scene, you know, or he knows everyone that that should be known, and then some.
0: Wouldn't you say? I, I have I have my own personal drinking game where I just listen to podcasts and they mention my name. I, I <laughs> you drink. Drink a drink a bottle of whiskey. Wow.
2: So, I guess for a person that's going to Japan, let's just say they're going on a trip to Japan. They like tofu be. What do, do they do? Where do they go? Is it just going to stores and that's about it? Or there's no, like, Sofubi Gallery, I take it? Uh,
0: um, There's there's a couple of interest. There's always interesting shops. There's always interesting e- events and shows. I mean, I would... If you were coming to Japan, I would definitely try to time it. So you're coming over for one of the events, like Super Festival or Wonder Festival.
2: Right, but, I mean, would um, they go to... The kind of Broadway, or is that just played out? Don't go yeah, there anymore. No,
0: no, Broadway's, Broadway's quite good. I mean, it depends on what kind of stuff you're looking for. I mean, Luke mentioned that there was – what's Luke doing? I don't
2: Coffee know. Something. Sorry. And then, uh, yeah. I mean, there's also like Akihabara.
0: Well, there's the, it... yeah, there's the new uh, the... Mandarake Coco, Koku? Coco? Coco. I'm not sure exactly how it's pronounced, but it's a, like a soft vinyl uh, specialty shop.
2: Right. That's a big in, deal in
0: Akihabara, underneath the railroad tracks. Did you go about, to the new?
2: Yep. Yeah. Luke went. Yeah, I went.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's nice.
2: What what about about that? He hasn't been back. What about the Uomao shop? Doesn't she have a shop? Wama. Yeah. Uomo has a
0: shop cafe. Oh. It's actually just kind of up the road a bit from where that, that, uh that Mandarake is. I kind of, I like to do a kind of a toy walk from Ueno to Akihabara. It's, it's kind of a, um, it's not that far it's kind of a nice walk and you can start is, is
2: that on that. is that on fig lab like this this is a this sounds like a cool thing to add the t- yeah. the dawn toy walk
0: yeah wow. you didn't take me on the
1: toy walk thanks don last time i was there
0: <laughs> i thought you already but you're you're like a veteran <laughs> no no i don't i don't even all i know is fucking like a, like you know
1: spots here i didn't go to the i was a like cafe i have no idea where that is you know uh, yeah okay. you know so next well, time i'm
2: there the ca- next time you go the cafe will yeah in 2022 it'll be open you,
1: know? <laughs> you can um, you can like take me on the on the on the on the, the cafe walk you know, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You
1: know, Look for it on Street, Airbnb. You know, or we'll 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 create a, a digital map so that people like can you know go on the data dub, you know, toy crawl.
0: Okay, sounds good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are the most excited guest that we've had yet, Don. <laughs> just, just, <I> have... just... <laughs> Sorry. You know, you're, you and you and Dove. You and Dove are the two most excited people we've had on this podcast so far.
0: About? Dove's, Dove's super dry, man. <laughs> oh, oh, you're being sarcastic, too. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help that this is like morning. I'm not a morning person either. Yeah, I know. I
1: know. We could we could have had it later. We could have had it later. You know? It's okay. It's okay. But like, so, let me think. Oh, how can we end all this? How, how, what on what note should we end on? Uh, end on all this.
0: Dark. Like, I'm thinking with hope. No hope. <laughs> hope is
1: uh, hope is a fleeting fucking. You know, is, is hope is fleeting. But like, okay, so uh, we we talked about Safubi we talked about chinese sci and all we talked a little bit about asia and asian like trends is there like like okay i want to end on this uh, on on this question okay. okay how would you is there any way any recommendations for how a western person like can be able to bust into an asian market i'm kind of asking for myself but like you know um like you know you know it's like say like in the art scene right like Japanese artists are not really taken very seriously in Japan until they've gone out into the rest of the world and like proven their you know their worth you know in the western markets you know you know is there a way for a westerner to kind of come in and have an impact on the Asian market
2: not have a career here you mean like not have a big career in like, either, say, or. America? either or either mm-hmm. or because there is people that make it in japan who have very little here and vice versa right so. are there yeah. i don't know rodney greenblatt who's that rodney <laughs> greenblatt do you remember rodney <laughs> Green- greenblatt
0: you know who rodney greenblatt is
1: i don't know that name it sounds like a comedian damn oh.
2: <laughs> he, he was, he, like was a, a he was a star in japan yeah. See Rodney so he, Greenwell. Yep, but then here, not quite, I guess. But he was a artist, I suppose. I don't, I don't even know what he was famous for in Japan exactly. But it was oh, like art, toys, illustration. and art, illustration. I mean, yeah.
0: he, did, he did, he did like all the covers. You know, do you remember Puffy?
2: Sure. Yeah, he did the Puffy album covers. Uh, he, he did, did oh, stuff for. Is covers. it? He did Lawson's bunch of toy shit for Lawson's. I believe.
1: Oh, uh, a yeah. They Might Be Giants album sleeve. He did uh, the... How did that go for him? Parappa
0: Parappa the Rapper.
2: Oh, yeah. Parappa the Rapper. That's him. And Um Jammy, I guess. He did did all that stuff. But then here, it just didn't really... Like, his name did not brand out here at all.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at his work right now. I mean, he had a really good agent here. Mm -hmm. But, okay. But, like, you know, but, like, aside from Rodney Greenblatt, like, from your experience and from what you've seen you know, in a general sense, how, what, how would you recommend like, you know, artists kind of, and, and, and you know, how they should handle Asia or if they should even bother thinking about it?
0: Well, I mean, if you'd asked me during normal times, I would have said let's
1: assume this is a normal time. Come, let's
2: come over, to the,
1: come over flash to the forward. The the Olympics are still
2: happening in summer Everything is cool. The air is sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Smells like sweet Japanese
1: ass. Smoggy as all hell because everyone, because the the fucking, the freeways (laughs) are packed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Are you you enjoying the clean clean air? I mean, is that the clean air over there? Is that a thing?
2: I haven't really, I haven't really noticed it. Yeah. Either have I, but I guess it is. Yeah. Pretend Japan. Smells uh, like think, sweet Japanese ass everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So like, imagine that's the environment we're living in now, um, you know, incomes, you know, like some like American dumbass thinking, I want a piece of this. How, what, what how would, and, and you know, they're, they're mildly talented, you know, well,
0: I, it's kind, of, kind of like what I mentioned before, you know, you just gotta, you gotta put in the time, come over. Do the events, um, you know? Look for look for connections over here. For you know, depending on what your stuff is, like it may it may fit in better, it may not fit in, or it may
1: you know, maybe. You think maybe that a like, colored? do you think we should pander? Should Americans pander to a Japanese to Japanese sensibilities? Like, look at me, no. I do anime art. You know, i have I've got. I've conquered deviant art. You know,
0: I. I would. I would. I think Eric would agree that it, it, you should never pander. I mean, it's yeah. Just a
2: Luke, stop pandering, bro. <laughs> be tough. Stand your ground, America. <laughs> we like we like your bear, but could you like?
0: Could he be more happy? Can he smile?
2: Don't forget, uh, what was that character, um, the guy who did that kind of like a bear that was all bloody?
1: Yeah, Maury Chalk. Mori Chalk. The gloomy bear. The
2: gloomy bear, right? That was a violent bear that had blood just like Luke Chew's bear. Yeah. Which one is first, by the way? Oh,
1: I think Maury was.
2: Oh, you copied the blood? Oh, man.
1: No, no. I, I'm just I, kidding. I'm
2: kidding. I'm I, kidding.
1: I. I mean, like... The way I look at it is if you're going to have a toy in production by the time, like I've only done like a handful of paintings, then you've, even though wow. i have never seen your work, it means that you've been at it longer than I
2: have. Oh, that was a timetable. I, can, I can't even fathom the timetable there.
1: Yeah. Like I remember the, the first time I saw uh, a gloomy bear was probably the end of 2003 or the beginning of 2004. You know. Yeah. Wow. You know. And, so
2: Don, what, what do they do?
1: Yeah, what do they do? Like, yeah. Like, let's end this.
2: What do like a, what do know, Americans like do?
1: Yeah, like how we can get there. I mean, like I don't even know how to get a fucking table
0: at a fucking uh, at these events. Like, how do I like what do I do? Um I mean, I can get you a table if you need a table.
2: So, oh, everybody hit up Don if you want a table there. Now you just opened up the box. <laughs> In two thousand twenty two or twenty-four or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm hitching hit, I'm hit their
0: prepaid reservations for tables at Wonder Festival twenty twenty two. I'll I'll put up I'm gonna supply my PayPal address. <laughs> 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 but Reserve so like <laughs> you know, like I know
1: like 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 say Candy Bolton, mutual friend of yeah. friend of the show and friend of uh of Don Dad Crass you know like she does these events quite a bit mm-hmm. yeah. you know
0: yeah. puts in the time you
1: no know? uh-huh. but like you know like you know does like and obviously like she keeps on doing them so like you know i'm assuming that she's you know um making money off of these things but like you know is there what
0: i said always be careful what you assume
1: well, i I mean you know i i i i don't know how much she's making i don't bother asking because it's none of my business but like i'm assuming that like you know like you know can, you know it's worthwhile you know for her you know mm-hmm. but like i think the thing is is that like I, i'm wondering is is like you know
0: like I was gonna speaking of candy. I mean, she would usually, uh, um, I mean, she'd come over for shows here, but she would often tie, do it so she was maybe doing a show in China or a show in Taiwan or or somewhere, and then also hitting Japan on the way. Mm. So I mean, she was she was working, you know, and she had certain markets where she sold really well, and other markets where she sold kind of so so. But you know, she was basically putting in the time. And going through the running the circuit of all the different shows. Mm. Um, getting her name out and you know. And And, I think
1: some of I I know she would like share booths with like her friend Remji,
0: who is another artist. You know. Yep. and our our mutual friend Nick from Awesome Toy. Yep. Yep. So he he would he, he, he usually would get the booths for the most of the Asia shows and then I mean he works with them. He has he has like a sub label too that he's producing toys by both of them. Mm. So they were all kind of there was always a set. Nick Ram and Candy.
1: So basically you would like I mean would you suggest that like people like invest in just going out for these events, take a look at them? you know, see whether or not, you know, you'd be a good fit. Like I mean, I think that's yeah. probably the way I would probably start it. But like that's still a shit ton of money to throw at something. Yeah. You no, know, like, you know, you're you're looking at like a fucking uh two thousand two thousand dollars just to fucking go out there, stay out there, you know, um, live out there for a, a week, you know, or mm-hmm. something like that, you know, and um, you know, and, and, and snoop around see whether or not you have you know something that like you can envision fitting into that you know right. you know the into that so or or would you uh, i guess the i guess what that com- it all comes down to at the t- at, at the end of it all is like fucking see whether or not you could
0: fucking make things work out of at home rather than fucking mm-hmm. Start. well and especially i mean if you're doing online sales i mean maybe like hey i'm getting a lot of orders from singapore i'm getting a lot of orders from taiwan or mm. you know maybe you maybe have like a pocket um fan base in in one of these markets um and, you know i think a lot of times with some of the younger collectors too it's kind of like they get into stuff as as a, as a little click or group of people. Good. Mm. Um, um. Yeah. I mean, because do you know horrible adorables? Are you familiar with their work? I've
2: heard the name. I'm not. I have two. Huh. Uh, I think they've been in a group exhibition. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. okay. I know exactly yeah, what that is. Yeah. yeah. I've had them in Giant Robot a few times, like in a group show of some sort. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they 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 came over. And, um, I had a booth. I had kind of like I like doing this group booth thing. So I had a big group booth at Taiwan show last year and they came over for that and then they also popped over to Japan and had a had a show at a little gallery here and um, made lots of connections I mean and they you know I've I've had their stuff at shows in previous years but having them actually at the event Mm -hmm. definitely kind of made I you know made connections with with fans that that you know would have were different than just having their stuff in a case
2: Mm. Um, but basically, now, you're just a touring band, right? You're like a little indie band
0: with a re- rotating like.
2: No, you're on tour. You instead of just having a seven inch single or whatever, a digital thing, you're. uh
0: I'm like um, well, you go on like this like little mini tour, like Lollapalooza. Like, <laughs> <you
2: know. laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I but basically, I mean, you're playing. You're playing. You're playing a small show, and uh you're selling your merch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like that in J- Japan back in the '90s too, or in '90s, 2000. There were a lot more different shows. There was basically a show every month, mm. so that um, yeah, the indie saw Final Guys. They were like, yeah, it was basically like like a traveling gig. Every month you play, you play a different gig in a different city. Wow. Well,
1: so like, but like, say like San Diego Comic Con, right? You know, like back when you know it was happening. You know, like you can be, you you can you you would be hard pressed to get a badge to get into these things. Is it similar for events like you know for these other events in Japan?
0: You mean in Asia? Getting getting a badge to get in or getting yeah to get in, just to get get in, in? just to attend. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not Comic Con bad. Not at all. Okay. Yeah, I I can't think of a single toy event anywhere in the world that you can't. Besides, that's like San Diego Comic Con. I mean, even Decon, right? Right. Yeah, Speaking you could like is.
1: just go and uh, go get a badge yeah. and um, yep. just
2: and grab a grab a grab someone's badge and go in.
1: Or just go and you could buy some. You could buy it. You could buy your. You could buy a badge that day. Oh, and yes. get in. Like uh,
2: yeah, there was a point. Did it sell out too? I'm not sure. No, I guess not. I huh? think the
1: VIPs probably sold, the VIP yeah. badges probably sold out, but like I think that's the only thing that sold out.
2: Yeah. Oh, so. no, it's a it's a building. It's going to happen one day. I hope. Wow.
1: <laughs> What's that? Deacon.
0: This is the um, soft final Vincent that we did. I don't know if you can see Decon. It says Decon in Japanese on there. Oh. It's a, it's kind of a Japanese mascot style
2: of the uh, Decon. Oh wow! Doesn't he have a? Be- does he have a beard? I don't. See- oh, that's the guy. I don't see the beard. Uh, no I'm beard. Painted. He does
0: have a beard. Oh really? Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Awesome. He also needs the backpack full of art supplies, right? Oh, there he is. Oh. Ah, was this for um,
0: this year's Designer Con? We actually we had test shots yeah they were selling test shots um i mean they they arrived like so last minute there wasn't a lot of promotion i think oh is this for the well, 2019 we had um we had um yeah we had test shots at 2019 yeah, mm. yeah. So that's actually another project sculpted by Clem.
2: Mm. Yeah. all Here. right Klim, take a drink you were mentioned Klim. <laughs> Kenny, Bolden, she, yeah, Kenny Bolton Kenny really Bolton right drank. now is drunk <laughs> She's she is. We've mentioned her name so many times She's drunk as fuck right now
1: Oh Corey <laughs> from fucking Space Patrol is fucking wasted
2: Yeah oh, These guys are wasted <laughs> Even Luke Rook took a few sips <laughs> He got a little bit of something going on there <laughs> Sippy sips So
0: Jen, 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 uh... Jen should take a couple more hits. Yep. yep. I don't come know. on, J-
1: come on Jen. You know, time to bottoms up, buddy.
2: <laughs> yeah, David Horvath, he got a couple of little yep. shots in, so yeah. Yep.
1: And I'm fucking
0: tossed. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah work. It doesn't myself. work.
0: It doesn't work if you're on your own podcast. <laughs> like I don't I don't score any drinks off of this one. This one does... <laughs> I gotta wait for the next one where you'd be like, you bash me as like that guy we had last week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, Don, thank you very much for, for being on the podcast. You know, it's oh, it's, my it's, pleasure, man. Yeah, you know, I, I enjoy I want. I am I'm, I'm definitely very curious about like how like, you know, Asia works. And I think more than anyone that we can have on here, you would be the person who would be able to like, you know, help us, you know navigate this this scene how how it works yeah 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 you know
2: and next time you could tell us more about the beefs of japanese companies battling each other
1: yeah like i heard everyone hates nag 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 no comment
3: (laughs) he's a character he's a character
1: I don't know him, so like I, I have nothing, nothing, you know, for or against him. But like, that's the that's what the rumors, that's what the streets say.
0: Everyone at least rolls their eyes, say.
1: <laughs> at minimum. He's alright. Yeah, he's alright. He's alright. He's alright. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you very Thanks, much Don. for for doing this. Oh, my in pleasure. The You know, before you have to go to work, you know, so the first time we've actually like podcast out with someone outside of the United States. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: That's true. Outside. I guess so.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, we haven't talked to anyone outside of the United, like David was the furthest. He was in last and he was in Texas. You know, but, you know, now
0: we can... You guys usually do it live in the studio, though, traditionally, right?
1: Yeah. The actual... Yeah. There, there. And and, and when we can, I think I would like to go back to that format because I think it's, you know, you can, like, it's easier to work off of, you know, the energy, you know, of the room. That way. Yeah. You
2: know. So you could fly Don into L.A. and we'll do this.
0: Okay, sure. Luke. Once once they reopen up the...
1: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I'll 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 start working on that.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> I think there's still cargo flights, so maybe I can catch one of those. Are
1: wait, are are flights like canceled right now? Are, are, are there no. no flights?
2: Flights are going on.
1: Yeah, I see planes in the air all the
0: time. No, Actually, there's flights. Cargo flights, especially. But so you can far.
2: go to Japan, you'll just, like, if you went to Japan, you'd just be quarantined for a while, right? Like, technically, I think you'd be quarantined for 14 days.
1: At least, yeah. Yeah, is so if you go to quarantine, or is it self-quarantine?
0: Ah, I saw, like, pictures of, like, cardboard little rooms in the... Oh, yeah, cardboard. that's
1: right. That's all the cardboard beds, yeah. I don't know. No, no I, I, th- know. I, th- I
2: think um, you get... So, I-, I think you, the government will quarantine you for two days, maybe? They'll test you, quarantine you for a couple of days and then yeah. you're on your own, but you're supposed to quarantine yourself and you're not supposed to leave the area or ride public transportation, I believe. Mm-hmm. So you're you're basically
0: yeah, not how you get in from the airport.
2: No, I think you're you you can not go anywhere until fourteen days. You're not supposed to ride public transportation. You could walk or ride a bike, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Kind of far.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I don't know. I'm not sure what the Rules are. I mean, like the embassy did send me an email saying, "Hey, if you want to go back to the U.S., you should probably go back soon."
2: You're like, "Fuck that!"
1: Yeah. I had a friend who who made that mistake. That you know, they they flew in like um, to Japan because they were bored to tears here, and then like literally, like you know, the next day they got you know notification yeah. from the embassy saying like. You know, you're either going to, you know, like, hang out here or are you are going to go home? You know, right. um, are you going to hang out here indefinitely or are you going to go home? And so they came, they went back home, you know, the next they,
2: day. And they paid.
1: And they paid. They paid for their yeah. boredom.
2: Yeah. Anyways. So, okay. Thanks, Don. One more time. I appreciate <laughs> okay. it. No,
1: no. It's awesome. Alrighty, man. Thank you. Have a good night, Thanks, man. You. Have a good day. <laughs> Alrighty. every week <laughs>
2: right. thank you much thank you guys thank you Bye.